We are almost at 40 days after Easter. And of course, we know that 40 days after the Lord rose from the dead, he ascends into heaven. And so the, the gospel that we have today, the Lord is speaking to that coming reality that he's going to leave once more. However, even though he is leaving his disciples, he's going to send them someone else, the Spirit, right, the Holy Spirit. And we'll celebrate that at 50 days. He's going to send them the Holy Spirit to be with them. The Lord also talks about, and, and he says it in other places as well, how he is in the Father and the Father is in him and, and how he is in us and we are in him. It's, it's kind of an interesting way of saying what's happening with us as we embody Christ's grace. But this is his intention all along, that, uh, that we, we would be little Christs, as C.S. Lewis puts it, Christians, little Christ, that we are to imitate him. But even more than that, through his resurrection and then through our baptism, we are, we are called or we are told that we are incorporated into Christ that corporeal reality. We become part of his body. And this is, um, this is a mystical reality, uh, this unification with the Godhead. But what we believe happens through baptism is that God's grace actually dwells within our souls. And so we say that grace habituates in our souls. God's grace, his presence, lives in our souls. And this grace in our souls, of course, continues to keep us united to God. God is, in fact, in us through this grace. Now, one of the things that he also makes clear to his disciples is this great commandment. And he's been accentuating this toward the end of certainly the Gospel of John. We see it in the Last Supper, etc. And really, all of his teachings point to the great commandment to love. Now, he says that the commandments have to be kept. So you think of all the Ten Commandments that have to be kept, all the things we're not supposed to do. But there's a very interesting change with the way the Lord talks about his law or following him. It's no longer about don't do those things, but it's about using our freedom to do something positive, namely loving him and loving one another. You see, the great commandment of love does not excuse us from keeping the other commandments. Not at all. But the Lord is saying, if you love me, if you live your life according to love, all the other commandments will be kept because you're not going to do those things if you love me. You know, think about it. um, Think about a relationship. Right? I mean, I think everybody's had a relationship, whether it's a dating relationship, could be a, a marriage relationship, or relationship with kids, etc. If the focus is on obligation, what, what people have to do, and certainly, you know, as, as kids are growing older, you have to kind of start there. Just like in the Old Testament, when the people of God were still very young, you start with what a person is not supposed to do, Right? Or, and then you, you graduate them to the things that they have to do. So you start to teach the kids to, to be responsible around the house. You, you start to give the kids chores that they have to do. 
But your hope is that as they get older, they'll begin to understand that to do them merely because I have to do it lacks something. In other words, I love my family and I desire to help the family because I love them. So I desire to do those chores or do other things to help build up that family that I love. And what we hope is that as we continue to grow spiritually, and this is what the Lord is encouraging us to do, is to get beyond merely what we have to do. You know, you think of something like, do I have to go to church right now or or can I stay home? Well, right now you don't have to go to church. But now that we can't go to church, I think it's changed a lot of our attitudes about what we have to do as opposed to what we get to do because we can't do something that we'd really like to do right now. Ideally, we get to the point where we're acting out of love. We're using our freedom for a good as opposed to seeing our freedom limited by an exterior authority, right? So that would be don't do this, don't do this, do this. And so we see our freedom as coerced by God or the church or parents or something else. That's still a very kind of immature way of looking at relationship. And what we hope to get to in in our adult relationships, and certainly with our relationship with God, is a freedom for using our freedom for love, right? A freedom for love. So I can choose to go to church because I love Jesus Christ. I choose to receive the Eucharist because I love Jesus Christ. I choose to be, you know, good to my parents and, and my siblings because I love them and I love Jesus Christ. I choose to use my freedom for good as opposed to seeing how my freedom is limited and I have to do something. Hopefully that makes sense. This is what the Lord is getting at. And it it doesn't mean that those, those commandments go away, but our motivation now, and this is what he's giving his people, right? So for, for centuries, they hammered the obligation to the Jews. Do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this. And then the Lord comes and he fulfills all of that. And he says, okay, now we're going to graduate to an even better reason for doing these things. Not merely a limitation on a person's freedom, but a, an opening up of freedom so that I'm choosing what is good because of love. This is what the Lord wants us to get at, so that, you know, in our relationships, your relationship with your spouse, you're choosing to love them and do things for them because of that motivation. Or we just had Mother's Day. Did we do nice things for our our mothers because we had to? Well, I mean, we know what would happen if we didn't. So there's always an element of that. But, But most of us really love our mothers, despite fractious relationships, we still love. Or you think about like Valentine's Day, you know, husbands, go ahead and don't do something for Valentine's Day, right? See how that goes. Well, you could see it that way or an anniversary, or you could say, I'm doing this because I love, because I want to demonstrate my love, not because I fear consequences, but because I choose to love. It changes our entire mindset 
of engaging reality, of, of engaging each other, and, and particularly of our relationship with our Heavenly Father.